Hello and welcome to Film Festival Reviews, a place where independent filmmakers stop by and listen in to what's happening in and around the independent filmmaking and the film festival circuit. This is Christina Kotlar, your host, and this week I'm introducing a new segment to the Film Festival Reviews format, which you can find on filmfestivalreviews.com called Follow the Filmmaker a series of case studies tracking the course of a film's film festival life and the filmmaker's efforts in creating and maintaining this lifespan. Uh, The first lifespan of a film is the film festival circuit. With over 3,000 film festivals going on in the world this year, it's often the least planned with a lot of sad tales of wasted time and money. I talked to a lot of filmmakers who hadn't thought about the next phase after film production and post-production, and that can set them back. While some of only think of certain deadlines and hurry up the process, sometimes sending films in before they were absolutely ready. At Q&As, there were filmmakers who are then and there thinking about distribution and asking the audience where they should go. There's no set way to go about this other than having a plan and then having a plan B in your back pocket. Always have plan B. So with my plan for a film festival review segment, Follow the Filmmaker, I had a conversation with John Sykes at Cirque Productions situated on West 31st and Broadway. He and and Mark Perez and Christian Fraga are partners and producers on a couple of films that we talked about, Anytown USA, Film Life, and their second feature, Severe Clear, still in post but already on the radar screen. Some of the topics covered include researching the festival, such as what kind of festival it is and what films screened there before, what films won, what their own film is about, and does it fit within a certain category. Next, it's on to getting a distributor, whose job it is then to get into different theaters and different markets all the while creating the PR material and effectively using outlets such as the internet as a marketing tool. These guys have two trailers. One, a teaser trailer that's put on YouTube where they already have a thousand people asking for it. That's a good start. Okay, we'll get on with it right now, so enjoy the show. John, I'm starting this new program. It's a segment of the show that I'm doing on film festival reviews. Mm. I'm calling it Follow the Filmmaker. Okay. And I think that's what we're going to be talking about right now because you have a film that you're pretty much finished with. We do have a film called Severe Clear. We're actually in post-production on it. We're not at the stage of putting it into film festivals yet. Uh, we had a film called Anytown USA, which did fairly well. When did that come out? That was 2005, I believe. It was 2005 in uh, April that we showed at the uh, St. Paul Minneapolis Film Festival. And we took home Best Documentary for Emerging Filmmakers. Excellent. Yeah. So for us, we researched a couple of different you know, festivals and thought what, you know, what would be the best route to take in terms of our, of our movie. And we're doing that now also with Severe Clear. 
So that's really good. You're taking into account your past experience and how you're going to, you know, where you're going to place this film or right. where you're going to apply to get the best out of the film festival deal because of what I've been hearing from other filmmakers and also from other film festival directors and mm -hmm. uh, programmers that the film festival life is the first life of the film. Right. You're going through that. There, I mean, there's so many film festivals out there, so sometimes it's overwhelming for a filmmaker. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities. But at the same time, you know, it's costly to go to or apply to every festival. You got to think of your budget when you're putting your film together. There's also like a film festival budget you have to have about you know, traveling to the film festival. Sometimes film festivals will help out the filmmaker with uh, room and board or, you know, different things to get to the festival. You know, there's so many different festivals, so you have to kind of pick and figure out which ones are best. You know, some, like we did a, a political documentary, so some film festivals are appropriate for that. And smaller ones can be good. You also have to figure out where distributors are going to be if you're looking to get your film distributed, which filmmakers are looking to do that, so. Let's go back a little bit with the political documentary. So that's Anytown, USA. Right. I saw two political documentaries that were almost similarly done in that, actually three mm -hmm. recently within the year or two. Right. One was called Can Mr. Smith Get to Washington Anymore? Okay. And that was at the AFI Silver Docks and it won the Audience Award there and it's about the grassroots effort of voting and you know, getting a, a no-name person into office. Right. And it was also at the Big Sky Film Festival. Okay. And then there was the, um, the film that was called American Blackout and then one more, Street Fight, Right. Now that one, last year, that was nominated for an Oscar. Right. And your film, just tell me a little bit about the film. Any Town uh, USA takes place in a small town in New Jersey, and it's about a uh, race for mayor when it takes place in 2003. And uh, it follows three candidates, and two of the three candidates are legally blind. And what we look to do with this story is to kind of show people how local politics is run and how it's a microcosm of the national scene and you can see the you know bipartisanship out there and we wanted to also show that you know how a third party candidate I guess interacts in the political scene. So you investigated film festivals that would be good environment to show this film? Right. That'd be one. Did you think about the first tier film festivals also? Yeah sure because I mean that's where a lot of uh, distributors go, you know, their name festivals, and so it's important to get out there to, you know, get recognition. And if you do very well at one of those festivals, it's easier to get into other festivals. Sometimes, depending on what festival you go to, it might get harder to get into another festival. So if you went to a smaller festival and you did your, you know, your United States or Northeastern premiere, run, right? Your premieres. Yes, it's a balancing act. Um, how many festivals did you take Anytown USA to? I think we were in 11 festivals or 12 festivals. And how many did you submit to? And I think we submitted to about 20, 25. Okay, that could get expensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just traveling to the festivals themselves, you know, you got to buy airline tickets to get to go out to California or go out to. Minnesota or Atlanta. That's important oh. because audiences like to see the filmmaker. Right. And again, you know, if there's a distributor or if there's someone else or someone else from another festival and they like your film and they meet you, it just snowballs. I've heard so many different stories of how these films have a second life. 
right. a half-life. Some of them have yeah. half-lives. They keep coming back. Well, I mean, I think it's important for the filmmakers to be able to travel with their film and give the audience... I think a lot of audiences want to go to a film and then get a chance to meet the filmmakers and ask questions about the film and learn about the film, I think. It's also really a lot of fun to, to meet people who you know love your movie because you, know, you work on this movie for a couple of years and then you have people are telling you, oh, I loved your movie, it was great, you know, how did you do this? There's a payoff to that. And getting, you know, hopefully distributed. Anytime it was distributed by film movement. Okay. So, All right, so um, you got a distribution. Where did right. you meet them, or how did that happen? Uh, that came about through the Minneapolis-St. Paul Film Festival. Their festival director, I guess, was in contact with film movement, and he really enjoyed the film. And so he was a, a big proponent of the film and helped us out in that regard. And we also had a sales representative who was also looking out for us. And so so you found a sales representative to represent your film? Correct. Yeah. Okay. At the festival or afterwards or before? Um, during while we were playing in different festivals, we, we, had, we had some connections and, and found a sales representative, Stephen Beer, who was also executive producer on the, on the film. Okay. Well, that works. Yeah. Right. Sometimes you need a guardian angel or someone to uh, really work it. There are pros and cons on that. I think they're also called um, producers. Producers reps. Producers right. reps. And I met Sarah Jo Marks, okay. who represented uh, Can Mr. Smith uh, Get to Washington Anymore? And so she was also promoting the fighting Cholitas. I met, uh -huh. <laughs> I met her at Sundance, and I see her around. So it's it's very interesting how much work is involved in this, but again, that can be costly. Right, it definitely can add to your budget, but at the same time, it can you know help you find somebody who will distribute your film. And I mean, that's what you're looking to do is you're looking to get more people to see your film. You know, when you know that festivals are a great place and there there's uh, audiences out there who want to see your film, then there's even a wider audience who maybe can't make it to a film festival. You know, they can see it on DVD or theatrically, and that was one of the great things about getting distributed is we were able to do a theatrical run for any town. Did you have this in mind when you were working on the film, this idea of budgeting this time and money for film festivals or marketing and distribution? Yes, yes. I think from the beginning we always had an idea of that we were going to have to pay you know, a certain amount of money for travel, and we tried to figure out how much that would be, and admission fees and a sales rep fee. So we planned that from the beginning and, and I'm glad we did because, like you said, it can get very costly. Did you go through without a box? We did. We How did. did that go? Was that helpful? I, I think it was because it, you know, it consolidated a lot of things. There were some festivals that were not, were not on without a box and I can't remember which ones there were, but... You know, there are over 3,000 film festivals this year. Yeah. That's so a lot. That's a lot. So if it's like 30 or $40 a festival, and you try to hit every festival, that's... Oh, forget it. You can't yeah, do it. Yeah, that's crazy. So, I mean, I think it's important for you know, a filmmaker to have someone, I mean, an associate producer or just someone who can go through and research and find out, you know, what films played there before, what films won, what, what films... What is their film about and does it fit into a certain category? All right, so you had pretty good success with this. Now it's distributed. It, it had a theatrical run. Mm-hmm. Did you have a re-release? After the theatrical run, um, we went to DVD. So now it's available on Amazon, Netflix, and a bunch of other places you can pick it up. And we also had a television run in the UK as well as Canada. 
Wow, that sounds good. Yeah. So we're, we're, and we're still looking to do more distribution outside the United States. Because um, I think this is very, it's very timely during any kind of election year mm -hmm. or to see the electoral process. How else are you using this? Is it going into educational areas? Well, definitely there's a market for education. I mean, I know people would come up to us and say, hey, you know, I'm a teacher or I'm a professor in, in a poli-sci department in this university or this school, and this would be great. Or for a history, you know, just to kind of give students, whether they be in high school or college, sort of an inside look into what goes on during an election. And... Um, our distributor film movement is talking to, actually Michigan was interested in showing it and I think they're in charge, you know, the distributor, that's their job to find venues for it and to get into the theaters and different markets. The movie also plays, has different screenings around the country with libraries as a part of an educational component. So um, there's a lot of different ways you can get the film out there and distribute it. I know that you can get it set up deals with airlines and cruise ships and things like that, you know, things that I, originally I didn't know too much about. I didn't... Um, have you investigated that area? We have, and that's also part of the deal with our distributor. That's their, that's their job. So you have to make this distribution deal. See what kind of rights you keep or what kind of uh, situation? Right. I mean, how does right. that work? You sit down at the table with the distributor and they have, you know, you go through the sort of list of, uh, you know, the theatrical rights, the television rights, the the uh, the DVD rights, the video on demand, the internet rights, all these different rights, educational rights, and you um, you work it out to what you're willing to give to the distributor or what you want to keep, and you know there has to be some flexibility. But that's a learning process. That is, I, mean, I think it is a, le a learning process, and I think that's in a lot of ways it's good to have a sales rep to uh, help facilitate that as well. You know, they have a lot of experience. A sales rep is somebody who's negotiating on your behalf. And can read contracts. Can read contracts, sure. Absolutely. Okay, so you've been to Sundance, right? Were you there last uh, One year? of my partners, Mark, he goes to Sundance every year. And he was there this year, and he was talking about Severe Clear. I didn't see answer. Mark at all. I was there at the same time. We, we tried to set up a time where we could meet and everything, and we mm -hmm. just weren't able to. It was so busy. Right. Well, yeah, Sundance is crazy. I know, but I think it's very important. I think it's smart that that he's going out there with the film, even though you're in post-production right now. But right. I think it's very smart that you're doing that because Sundance is really like an um, independent filmmaker conference. Right. It's important for filmmakers to support each other in the art and to get out there and, and network and see what each other's doing and in some way help each other out. I mean, there was a couple festivals that we went to and... You were just talking to different filmmakers, asking them what their next project was or what their project was now. You know, go to the, see their film. Our film is screened a couple of times, so we went to other films to just support and go go see them. And if they were coming to New York, hey, make sure you email me. You come to New York, I'll send out an email and try to get as many people to come to see your film as possible. That's nice. Yeah, that's, that's nice little connections. Yeah, the I, you never know who's going to be able to help you out if you were in their part of town and do the same. Yeah, thing. I mean, you're a guest outside of New York. You know, I consider myself a guest in California or in Minnesota or different places. And the film festivals we went to, people were really great. And the local uh, filmmakers always you know, seem to try to help you out because they had sort of a network or a grassroots kind of community behind them. Okay, so tell me about Severe Clear now. So Severe Clear, we are in post-production and we're looking to finish by the summer. And this one is, I think, has a lot more 
I don't know if notoriety is the right word, but there's a lot more, I guess, interest because it's about... Controversy? Controversy, yeah. It's, a, it's about the first weeks of Iraq and about a Marine who goes and documents what's happening. I mean, most of the films out there are about the occupation, and this one is really about the going into Iraq. How did you find out about this Marine? Mm -hmm. Well, we have a number of different interns that work with us, and one was from NYU, and director Chris Fraga is uh, went to film school at NYU, and Mark Perez, who's the producer on it, uh, went to NYU. And Mike Scotty, who he, he was by NYU, and he was looking, you know, he had his tapes, and he was looking for someone to tell his story, and so our intern said, hey, you know what, these, these guys are great, and working on another documentary, but they were interested in doing a, a story about uh, Vietnam vets. And he brought us the material, and we looked at it, and we are like, wow, this is really interesting. Like, you can tell your story. So that's how he got in touch with us, and that's how we started making the film. And especially this week, it's the fourth year of the start of the Iraqi war, and we're into the fifth year now. Again, another timely issue. You seem to be working on these political hot potatoes. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I, you know, I think part of it is luck, and the other part is interest in the... Uh, the topic. I saw the trailer, by the way. It really, I, both trailers. I think you have a, a, something very short. Right, we have a, a teaser trailer, and then we have a, a longer trailer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right there, I'm, I'm watching them going, ooh, I can't wait to see it. I know it's post-production, everything, but you have this trailer. You have a teaser trailer. How else are you keeping people's interest? In I, I mean, to be honest, we haven't done too much promotional work around it, other than you know, using the internet to our advantage. Things like putting the trailers on YouTube. I mean, we haven't really done any kind of promotional. We have like about a thousand emails that have come in asking, you know, how can I get a DVD of it? And I was like, well, uh, it's not completed yet, but we, why don't we put you on our emailing list and we can give you some updates and stuff like that. Well, that's um, a thousand people. That's pretty good. Yeah, a thousand people is, is great for not doing anything, just having it up on the web. And I, and I think once we start sort of launching more promotional stuff about it, Doing interviews. Actually, Mike Scotty was on CNN earlier. When was it? It was last year. CNN had done a couple of interviews with him, and I think that drummed up some you know, interest in the film. It had to do with this film that you're. And it had to do on? with this film, right? Now, did he take these videos without anyone knowing? Is this kind of? Uh, I know. I mean, it was it was clear that he he, he was, had a camera. Yeah, yeah. He had a DVD and you'll be able actually able to see. It's all POV, but you'll be able to see. You can tell. You know. Did you camera. see the war tapes? I, I didn't see the war tapes. I saw the uh, war tapes at Big Sky uh, Documentary Film Festival, and Steve James was there. I okay. also had an opportunity to talk to him, and they gave out cameras to soldiers of oh, hundreds of hours of footage. They followed like three. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I read about it, and I was interested in seeing it, but I, I hadn't seen it. Now, uh, both, again, uh, Chris and, uh, and Mark went to, to see it. So they had talked about it. In some ways, I think filmmakers are becoming the eyes and the ears of the people to bring this information to audiences and tell them, so what's, what's happening? What's the real stories that are going on? Because I don't think it's always captured, you know, by traditional media. Well, and traditional media has become, I don't know, not really news anymore. They sensationalize. They are more entertainment. Or it's very one-sided. It's fun. Right. So to see something that's being brought to the audience through soldiers, right. I think is really... Well, it's truthful and giving their experience of what's going on and happening to them. I think that's also what we were trying to do, both with Anytown and with Severe Clear, is that we... 
we all had different political backgrounds. And when we were making any town, we had uh, different arguments about, you know, third party candidate, what does it matter? But at the end of the day, what we said was, let's make a movie that people are going to watch, and they're going to watch the process, and they're going to make up their minds for themselves. I'm not going to preach to somebody because that's not my intention. And the same applies to Severe Clear. We said, let's not make a movie about whether it was right or wrong. Let's make a movie about Mike Scotty's experience. And the audience members are going to look at it and say, you know, this is what this guy went through. This is what it is. Right. Because you can argue your points if you're on one side or the other. And if you're really extreme, I don't think you're going to convince another person. But if you give them the true story of what happened to somebody, they, they think for themselves. So that's, you know, our take on both this film and the next film. So are you starting that film festival's planning stage already? Or we are. I mean, we're, we'd like to, you know, go to Sundance and we'd like to uh, go to, uh, you know, Toronto, Montreal, to Tribeca, to, you know, a number of different festivals. Right now my head is sort of in completing it, getting it to the completion stage with the thought of a couple key festivals in mind. All right, so you have a deadline date for yourself to finish it and then... So we mix, move into sort of the next phase. Well, that sounds great. Yeah. You know? So you have one that still has a life. Right. And you have another one that's coming up, you're saying the summertime? I'm saying the summertime. I'm not going to give you an exact date. Okay. But I, I'm saying the summertime. I'm, I'll you know. be looking out for it. All right. Tracking you. Great. Great. And I won't I, be stalking you, but I'll be tracking you. <laughs> All right. Uh, just as a side note, there are a lot of different books out there and a lot of different websites and a lot of filmmakers. And you can go online and find out from other filmmakers and forums. Film festivals are recommended and if there are handbooks. Site, you can you go, to your, yeah, go to your site go and to find out. Go to my site, filmfestivalreviews.com. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a lot it's of information out there. It's a lot of information, but it's always good to hear it from someone. I'm sorry, Mark isn't here, but see, that's what happened the last well, time. You well, know, next, like well, next time, meet, yeah, next time, uh, you know, you interview Mark because Mark is the producer of Severe Clear. Okay. And I was one of the producers for Anytown USA. The other producers were uh, Juan Dominguez and Michael Bryanstein. Okay, we'll do that next time. Thanks. Oh, pleasure. Okay. Okay, there you have it. I'm going to be following other filmmakers in the months ahead and find out where their films are screening, at what festivals, what their plans are, how do they keep their films in the forefront for people to take notice and to come out and see them and what's happening after they get through the film festival lifespan, the first phase of the lifespan. And, um, and we'll see how that's going to be coming along in the months ahead. Now. Upcoming festivals and some that are going on in the New York, New Jersey area are the 36th annual New Directors New Films. The screenings are taking place at the MoMA on West 53rd Street between 5th and 6th Avenues and at the Film Society of Lincoln Center's Walter Reed Theater. That's up on West 56th between Broadway and Amsterdam Avenues. Also, the Garden State Film Festival in Asbury Park, New Jersey and the New York Underground Film Festival. Check the website out for more goings-on at www.filmfestivalreviews.com and subscribe to the podcast or drop me a line and let me know what you like about the show. It'll only get better when I hear from you and you let me know what you like, what you don't like. And so I'm going to be very busy the next few weeks going to these festivals that are going on here in New York. So until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>